Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. You know what's wrong with health and fitness? You weaponize it against yourself. Why didn't you go to the gym today? You're so lazy. Ah, why did you eat that? You have no self-control. Stop it. At Beachbody, we think training and caring for your body in a way that works best for you should be about loving yourself. Let us help you without all the judgment. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Uh, here we go. Hey, 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 yeah, 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 hey, hey, sorry about something. It's the CBC Wisdom Hour, number 79 for January 7th, 2020. I'm Steve Witchell in New Orleans. Wow. 2020, episode 79. What's going on here? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Tony B. Coming to you live from New Jersey. Tony B., the fabulous T. What's up? Yes. Happy New Year, everybody out there. Happy New Year, brother. Hope And happy New Year to you, my friend. Hope uh, everybody has a grand, clear year. You know, people make jokes about stuff, <laughs> but I I haven't seen people like twenty twenty is means perfect vision, and I yes. haven't seen anybody say anything about this year we will have perfect, perfect vision. vision. Yes, hopefully that will be the case. So wouldn't that be nice if we all of a sudden were like, what were we thinking? Clarity has come to town. What were we thinking all this time? Now we have perfect vision. We can see clearly. Now I can see what's going on. Man, I can shit. see clearly now. The rain is gone. Um, yeah. So uh, I think we took, did we, t- well, we couldn't have talked about it here, but about uh, New Year's Eve. What did you do for New Year's Eve, my friend? So New Year's Eve, I went uh, to, it was, it was, I had a really good time. I went to uh, five minutes from my house. I went to my to Karen's cousin uh, Terry's house and her husband, and they graciously hosted my whole family. My boys went, her whole family, and like maybe five or six other families and all of their kids, and then other kids invited kids. So there was quite a bit of people there, you know. I love that, and, and it was great. It was great, great party. It was great, you know, to see people I haven't seen in a while, uh, ringing the new year imbibed heavily on uh, some cocktails but not not over heavily to where I couldn't function the next day so that was a good thing <laughs> um, hey Chunk's here he said hey guys Chunk what's happening we were talking about you Chunk before we went on the air but... uh, do I play this crazy game called shut the box have you ever seen it shut the box no it's a box okay and it's got numbers one it's through a good nine start. and they're on like a flip up thing they flip up and they flip down so you flip them all up so you're looking at them all and you've got two dice and you roll the dice Let's say the dice, let's say you roll a six and a five, right? Uh-huh. That's an 11. I know. So you can knock down the nine and the two. You with me? Yeah. Now you roll again. Well, could, you, could you knock down the five and the six if you wanted? Y- yes. Or no, that's not. Yes, yes, you could. Or uh, you could knock down, you know, the one, the two, the three, the so four. So any combination the... of 11. Correct. You can knock down. Got it. I'm, now you roll I'm the dice you. again, you roll an eight. You can either knock down the eight or you can knock down two fours. Two you know fours. what I'm saying? Sure. How about a five and a or, three? 
Yeah, five and a three, a six, six and, and a two. two so you get the picture. Yeah. So get as it. each time you roll, you got to put a number down. If you roll and that number's not left, you're done. You didn't shut the box. So you roll, 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 and all of a sudden you get down to one number. Uh-huh. And now you have to roll that exact number to shut the box. Right. Or else what happens? Or, or that's it. You roll and you don't hit that number. All the numbers flip back up again and you keep going. Oh, so there's no you drink or you take off a piece of clothing or... No, but we had it where like it was a dollar to play, and then whoever shut the box keeps all the money. Uh, Chunk like, said, that's one way to do it. Chunk said, isn't that just Yahtzee? <laughs> it's similar <laughs> to Yahtzee. Similar, definitely, but it, it, just, it was nonetheless it was fun. I shut the box a couple of times. Good for you, shutting that box down. A couple other people shut the box, but I will kid you not that probably 200 rounds of shut the box were played amongst all different people that were there, and I think it only got shut five times. Shut the box. Shut the box up, man. Yeah. Shut the front door. But, uh, yeah, so it was good. And then, like I said, I had, had a good time. And uh, I got home at, like, I don't know, three-ish maybe. Wasn't too bad. But I had a great time. Like nice. I said, good people. Had a lot of fun. Nice. How about you? Yeah, I love those big uh, New Year's Eve parties, especially when it's in a, a residence or something. And everybody's having fun and, like you said, imbibing. And especially when you know everybody. Yeah, yeah. Now you got like two or three rooms with different things going on. One room's playing cards, you know, with money and and, and dice. I don't know if you, if you see dice game, which is all drinking games, you know. Then you got other, you know, they're playing games outside on the deck. They got be- the huge beer pong crazy game going out in the garage. The kids are playing this game to where it's like beer pong, but you cover the entire ping pong table with cups. And then as you get and you fill every cup with liquor, every cup has a shot in it. Uh-huh. And the one in the middle is like filled to the tippy top. Oh, and as you're bouncing the ball, it's going in cups and you're telling people who has to drink and the ball's being passed around. It had all these rules and stuff. But long story short, it, as you're drinking the cups down, they are putting the cups on top of the next cup and making a, a, a stack in the middle okay. where they're now starting to elevate. So now when you're bouncing the ball to get the drink, you have to bounce it like at one point, dude, the cups were like four feet off the table. You know what I mean? Like you had to bounce the ping pong ball up and you had like six inches to get between the ceiling and into the cup. <laughs> and every time you miss, it's land, it, it potentially is landing in another cup on the bottom that's filled with alcohol that you now have to drink. Right. See, that's more like uh, it. Yeah, yeah. So that was, <laughs> I played a couple rounds of that, but the kids were playing that for a while. And that, that game. The kids? I, like I said, I forget. Yeah, because I mean, think about it. Dude. Like my kids are 19 and 22. Oh, okay. Which means that all their cousins are 25 and up. Right. Right. So so everyone's under 30, but they're all uh, in the same, you know, decade call, and they're all drinking, you know, and they're all having a great time. You know we're old when you're, we're calling people in their 20s and, and young 30s kids. Kids. Yeah, they're kids, you know. I mean, come on. Everybody's a kid. Like, what's up, kid? But they're young and they're kids. Yeah. But but and safe and you know where they are and they're and they're with good people you know what I mean no one's out driving so it was really great it was a great way to ring in the new year for me excellent and and everyone that was there so it was it was a good time and I'm excited for the new year you know I feel very energized and a lot of good things happening already so it's good me too man I am excited for it too so far so good it's uh it's feeling good it's feeling like a very pivotal year for me I'm just feeling it. With Cover Band Central, with playing, everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're off to a, a great start, CPC-wise, um, for the year. And uh, we're going to we're gonna grow this thing even more. It's like a weed that you just you pull it out and then it just grows somewhere else. It comes back. It keeps coming, man. It comes back bigger and better. 
Um, yeah, my New Year's Eve, I played, um, and that was, uh, I didn't play last year. Last year was fun, though. I went to a party, a rooftop party, where there were fire, uh, in New Orleans where there were fireworks 360 degrees from where we were. Just everywhere wow. in the city you could see we're on this big rooftop, and it was incredible. But I played this year, and I love playing on New Year's Eve. It's a, I love festivications, playing for festivications, and uh, good time, man. It was... Uh, the band is killer, man. This uh, I just played six nights in a row, starting New Year's Eve. So <laughs> I, nice. yeah. So I've played, with the exception of last night, I've played every night this year. So every night this year, at my current pace, I'm gonna <laughs> you're gonna play 365 gigs this year. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Now, at my actual like scheduled current pace, and and factoring in that I'll probably sub a couple times, or we'll get some added gigs. I'll play about 230 or 240 gigs this year or somewhere around that between 210 and 230 i think it was that's a lot of gigs man that's a lot of gigs i mean and that's been the norm for me but i just i never really did the math on it never uh really kept track of how many i played so this year and i actually started this late last year when i started this new gig i'm i'm mark i'm writing everything down like um you know how many sets we did how many much we made in tips and any little different notes that I want to remember about it and then and I'm I'm I've been diligent with it since we started this gig so um I like having it's so, it's so great that you say that too cuz I I remember back to when I was playing in I the Storm and Mr. Personality and one was the original band was a cover band but between the two we were playing out two three times a week every week you know for like a year and a half two years and rehearsing on the nights that we weren't playing out you know what I mean so we was playing music like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and you like Sunday off, you know? And then Monday, we'll regroup and have rehearsal, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, either play like Thursday, Friday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday sometimes, you know? Um, and I can remember doing that too. We had like a board, and we'd be like, you know, tallying up the gigs, and it was like, you know, you broke 100 gigs for the year, and it was like, wow, you know what I mean? And actually, we broke, by breaking over 100 gigs a year and, and proving it, we we got sponsored by Coors Light. We had like a Coors Light banner with our fucking the band's name on it and stuff, and it was like you know sponsored by Coors, Coors Light. Oh man, that's the way to go. I want to get a sponsor. I want Beast Suburban all, sponsored all by. Was, they gave you a banner and they put your name on it, and you were sponsored by Coors right. Light, but they weren't paying you any money to do the gigs or anything. You know what I mean? They were just you were recognized by Coors Light that you were a, a band that was on their roster that they sponsored. Right. Yeah, nowadays I think companies like that, if they're sponsored, it would probably be the same deal. But you get some sort of promotion on their website or in post or something. Yeah, and dude, we were kids, so we weren't even you know we were barely drinking age at that point. You know, right? Right. It wasn't like we we're getting beers. Yeah, that's a good. It's a. I, there's no bands in New Orleans that do that that I know of. That, and you could really do it. You could reach out to a lot of different companies and that that's what it is it's just you're you're giving them exposure to that company so you want to maybe reach out to a smaller company rather than uh Coors or Anheuser-Busch or anything like that yeah but even a bigger one if you said I, I play this many gigs a year to this size venue crowd you know you guys be interested in doing some sort of sponsorship you know kicking some some bread and we'll and we'll plug you yeah I don't know why I haven't done that yet I need to do that personally I need to do that just for me I'll wear your your t-shirt you, yeah, whatever exactly. you, you and company you, this out many there. People will see it, and this is how many people on average I see a week, and I'm I'm on stage this amount of hours. You yeah, know? yeah, and I mean, the truth is too, I'm exposed to. 
I don't I don't even know what the number would be, but it's hundreds of thousands at least a year of people see me on stage. So not to mention if you put it on CBC, you know, you have that another reach of over 100,000. I got to tie all that in. You're right, man. That's a good idea. See, I'm I'm seeing with very clear vision. Yes, yes. Oh, I love it, dude. I love that theme. Um good. I I love talking to you too when when these ideas just come. Boom. Yeah. We'll we'll expand on that. Yeah. But uh, but I really enjoyed that night. I bought the 2020 glasses. Hey, hey, not to interrupt you, but th- okay. that's the, what the Wisdom Hour is all about. It is. Right? You, 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 you know, talking, interacting, bringing up ideas, talking about positive things, creating some vibes and, and drawing in this energy, and, you know, and all of a sudden th- things start to happen. Yeah. You're led down a new artery. Yeah. Um, you were saying you purchased something 2020? Oh, I I mean I got the 2020 glasses for everybody in the van, but I bought the cheap ones and they didn't like they didn't really stay on. But I was in the, <laughs> the and Tracy bought a, a bottle of champagne, and uh, it was cool. I, one of my f- favorite memories of playing New Year's Eve was when I was a, a kid. It was my second gig. It was the second time I played with a band where we got paid or it was like an official gig. And it was a party. It was a New Year's Eve party in Montville, New Jersey. And it was, we set up in the basement, but it was a house party, you know? And it was just, it was like a multi-level house, you know, three or four levels. And packed with people. And we were probably terrible. I mean, but we played popular songs of the day. Like, we were playing the hard rock stuff. Uh, It was like Twisted Sister and Motley Crue and Kiss and Van Halen and uh you know stuff like that uh, rat uh what else yeah, yeah rat round and round baby um and the my favorite thing about that was when i was walking around and it was new year i was just kissing every girl i was like happy new year you know and i was yeah 6 17 years old maybe 16 16 17 so that was my first time like where i'm like hey man there's hot girls everywhere and i'm just going to take advantage of this and and get me some New Year's Eve loving. That <laughs> was so. Sorry, so, my hand went up your skirt. Happy New Year! No, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I'm not a creep, man. I just love me some smooching with the ladies. That's all. So, That's... so uh, New Year's Eve night this year, um, we were playing and packed. Obviously, New Year's Eve in, in New Orleans is one of the biggest nights, and uh, uh, oh, yeah, pretty sure. girls standing right up front. Um by me for a long time and and uh and after new year's they they beckoned for me to give them a kiss so i got a couple smooches on uh <laughs> they, on new year's Eve. they did <laughs> come here come hither hither please come hither and moisten my lips um so i i like that you know like did little, you say the legend is coming little fun loving i said no i didn't say that but i thought it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so that was good, and yeah, I've been playing every night since, except for last night. Um, and uh, it's it's something. So man. you played every night this year, except for last night. Except for last night, and it's and it's something, man. It's it's not nothing. It's uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's something. It's definitely not nothing. Not nothing. <laughs> well, you know, something isn't that. It can't be nothing, Stephen. You can't get something for nothing either. I know. I like to keep things simple, though. But so nothing people, is so something. people really understand what I'm saying. That it is not nothing. It is definitely something. Right. Um, 
it's uh yeah it, it's fun it's a lot of work um it i mean the, it's i say a lot of work it, it, it's really not you know it, it's, it's easy. a lot of commitment it's easy to do what i do um you know i've been doing it's so natural to me yeah, but that's um, only one facet of it, right? It's only like you, one facet of it. It's commitment. You got to be in shape. You got to eat right. You got to look good. You got to take care of yourself. You got to, you know, you can't be all unkempt looking. You have to dress good. You got to put some jewelry on. Yeah, I, and I'm doing all those things, I, especially the trying to get in shape. I, I've talked about it here, I think, before, but I'm trying to uh, to really uh, uh, be more aware of what I'm putting into my body and, and uh, doing. I'm doing this intermittent fasting thing, which is, you eat for eight hours and 16 hours you don't eat. Um, and it's working. According to the scale I bought yesterday at Walmart, in the last day I lost 83 pounds. So, um, <laughs> so you're, you're like, wow, dude, 83 pounds. You're withering away. In one day, yeah. Yeah, yesterday I was 198, and then today I was uh, 115. So that wow. scale is really working very well. I know I didn't pay a lot of money for it at Walmart. It's either that, dude, or the fasting is way beyond your expectation. It Maybe it's projecting into the future. This is what you will weigh, 115 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, maybe like like 30 years from now when you're on your deathbed. Oh, my God. No, I don't. I certainly don't want to weigh that. Um, so uh, I, might have to re- I might have to return that scale or read the directions because it's kind of— our new bass player, Slender Man. Yeah. Um, but uh, you see that thing that apparition of Slender Man? It's like real tall and skinny looking. No, oh no. L- look it up if you were 115 pounds. Slender Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah that would Slender. be that'd be a little little much. But but it's where it is definitely be the Slender Man band, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> All right, everybody, don't eat for two years, and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna be the Slender Man. <laughs> Slender Man. The Slender Man band. The Slender Man band. Perfect. Theme uh, song and everything, dude. I got all kinds of ideas tonight. Episode 79. Very full. <laughs> Love it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, I'm I'm motivated now with this because I'm playing three of the other four guys in the band are in really good shape. They're physically in good shape. They eat well. They don't drink a lot. Um, three of the four guys. Are you the fourth guy or is there another no, guy? No, there's another guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, sorry. I, I with my new clothes and stuff, and like I, you know, I'm not way out of shape. I have a little belly, um, but I still look good, you know, the, with my new clothes and everything. So, so I'm really motivated by that. And it's, you know, your 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 surroundings, the people you spend the most time with, end up really influencing you, even if they're not trying to. Just just by uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Just uh, by osmosis. Um, so. So I'm really inspired to to you know just try to keep pace with those guys and and uh, so uh, psychologically I'm really in it you know and uh, and physically I'm doing well with it I need to exercise more still but but uh, I got I'm getting into the routine I, I was sick for a few days this past week while we were playing and then just doing six nights in a row is exhausting man it's psychologically exhausting just knowing when you wake up like oh, I gotta play tonight. And you know it's going to be a long night, and you know it's it's just going to take a lot of energy. Uh, but but I love it, but I dread it at times too. It's like, oh man, uh-huh. my night's not going to be over for another twelve, fourteen hours. Um, so, 
Oh yeah. But uh, the band is killing it, man. It, it playing with it's just like rehearsing a lot. Playing with the same people night after night after night, you get really good. You get really tight. You get more of an understanding oh, yeah. of each other. And this is really just the beginning. We were only a few weeks in with this band, so so I see really good things for this this project. Um, and uh, yeah, and Tracy's we'll doing a killer job. Tracy, we'll revisit that on like episode one hundred and fifty next January and say now that it's been a year. What's the first verdict? How do you do math? One fifty from seventy nine next year. I guess it would be late next year in twenty twenty one when we've already seen clearly. Yes, that's what I mean. Like this time next year, January. Yes. Um. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, now maybe sorry. Maybe like at the rate we usually go, you know, episode one hundred. Yeah, that's gonna be a monument monumental episode. Number one. Well, it's eighty episode eighty next week. So. Next week, yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, band sounds good. I'm motivated. Trying to uh, stay in shape. Um. And uh. I use I started using the Spectre, my five string that I just got repaired this week, and after like two days, I was like, I can't do this anymore. It's so heavy. This bass is so heavy, and just standing there on stage for four hours or five hours with this heavy thing around my neck, it was killing my back. I was like, I can't do this. So I switched back to the Fender, which felt like a toy after playing the that Spectre. It's really you should, ro- you should rotate. Yeah, the, I would like to do that, but the the reason I don't is because the signal from the Spectre is so hot. It is so much stronger than the Fender. The Spectre has active pickups. The Fender has uh, passive. Um, gotcha. So it's so sound wise. If I went from the 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 way everything is set in the room playing the Fender, and then I switch to the Spectre, it's gonna fucking blow the, those subwoofers up. I mean, it's going to be loud unless the sound man comes back and I say, but I can't then, you know, like switching back and forth. I can't do it because of that sound differential. So I need to, uh, I need to find another five string that's lighter. That's all. Hey, you know, I forgot to ask you, how many piece kit does your drummer play? Uh, if you're counting snare kick, uh, he plays just with one up time, one floor. So that's it. So kick snare, one, one rack and one floor. Correct. And ride and one crash. No, he's got a lot of symbols. He's, China. He's got a China. He just brought in a China. And, yeah. And, What's his name? Brent. And he Brent. he, he oh, just Brent. brought this. That's, good. that's that's the right move. He just brought this China in, and it, it, he already has like he's got a ride and he's got a couple crashes, two or three crashes, and he's got this little hi hat thingy on his right side, which has holes in it. And it's yeah. Like, it's got and he just hits it with a stick. He doesn't have a pedal with it. He's got a lot of little little toys back there, but then he brought in the china this this week, and I I saw it and I was like, "Is that new?" And, and he was like, "Yeah." And he had a big smile, and it looks nice and sounds great. But now it's right blocking my view to his face in, in oh, because he's got a vertical style at certain angles, and then blocking my view to other people on stage at certain angles. So it's like I have to do the you know head up, head down, head up, head down, head up, head down, like trying to, trying to see things. It's funny. Um, it's it's funny, you know. It's like I just have to kind of work around it, uh, but it sounds killer. He's he's making the most of that that space that he has on stage. Sure, yeah. And why wouldn't he? Um, How much room do you have? Like, do, you have, do I have? The, does he have like a five by seven, like a gig rug size area to set up? If 
five by seven. It's you're talking about feet, huh? No, it wouldn't be that big. No, it's smaller than that. Um, <coughs> let me see. If I would guess, I would say it's about uh, from the wall to the front. It's probably five feet from the wall to the front and side to well, side. Well, you, you need five feet on the depth just because of the room yeah. between the from the snare and the seat. You know, and you can't you can't play up against the wall. Yeah, and then side to side, it might be six or seven feet. Maybe, yeah, maybe close to what you said. What you said, yeah. And you said he's got a one, two, three, four-piece kit, a bunch of symbols, right? Yeah. So I have right now me and Cole built in 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 my studio for because he's home for a month. You know what I mean? So we've been jamming, and my buddy's coming over on Saturday, and we're gonna we're gonna jam a bunch of Rush tunes. We're gonna do the trees, and we're gonna do red barchetta and subdivisions, and just have some fun, you know, for a couple hours. Nice. So on a five by seven footprint, I have a kit right now that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, one, twelve toms, twelve drums, <laughs> and then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven cymbals in the hat, and it fits perfectly on the five by seven. So I could bring this to a place, set it up, my, and it's all mic'd up right now, fully up and and running. Wow. That's a lot to fit in the space, but I guess it's just all but about space it's, management. It's set, right, it's how you set it up. Yeah, space management, like a little feng shui with your All drums. my symbols are low, so I have a 360-degree vision. Okay, good. As, as a different one to me. Right. Yeah, I'll send you a picture of it. You'll goof on it. Okay. I like goofing on things. <laughs> yeah, Cole, Cole took a panoramic video, so I'll text it to you. Oh, nice. Cool. Good yeah. stuff. Um. Yeah, it's a, but you know what? My space, my personal space on that stage, I love. I love where it is, and I love just the amount of space I have. It's and it's not a lot. And I have a staircase to my left, so I have to always be cognizant of where I'm standing, so I don't fall. But <laughs> it would not be good. Yeah, but but I'm pretty very. I've played on that stage so many times, and I'm very well aware of you know how it is. I don't have to think about it. Uh, but I have like uh, you know front to back movement, which is what I like, like free and clear for like me to the amp and to the to the mic up front, and uh, I like that. I, I like being right there on hi hat side too. I like stage left. That's always where I want to be. Um, I want to be able to see that drummer and and feel it. I would say like he'll do like every once in a while just to goof. And a lot of drummers I've played with do this. Well, at, yeah, at the end of the song, you know, you hit the end, you hit that last note, and then just hit another, like, another kick. Just doom. And I'm always, I just, like... I just texted you the thing. And, okay. And I'm always... Extra note, to do. Yeah. And I'm always, like, on it. And then, like, he'll go, do-do. And then, do. And I'll, and I'll be on it. And I don't have to think about it. And it's I was thinking about, like, how do I do that? Like, how am I right on it without knowing that I'm like without having to think about it or knowing exactly what he's going to do and I was thinking like because I'm watching you know subtle movements in his body or like and I would do this with any drummer like with his foot on the kick you know like and even though it's such a close proximity the speed of light is still quicker than the speed of sound so even though it's a very minuscule difference it's still that signal is still getting to my brain what I see Right, faster than what I hear, so it's and and then my finger responds right away, you know to to the to the visual stimuli. So 
and, Dude, even in six months from now, it, it's going to be ridiculous how tight the band's going to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This... Because you got all A-list players, you know, everyone's everyone's super talented. Yeah, there's, there's, there's minor issues, but there's always going to be minor issues, and that's actually a good thing because that's what helps you kind of grow, develop and grow. But overall... Tracy's oh, yeah. doing a fantastic job. She's, uh, you know, she's somebody I've worked with for for years and years. She's an amazing singer, and she's really, uh, she's really stepped up her game with with this. And I think because of the caliber of players she has behind her, she she has a lot of confidence in 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 everything, and that enables her to really be more herself. It's um, also fresh, dude. You know, just think true. about the swamp. You know, for years it gets stale. You know, what I mean, it gets routine. It gets kind of mundane. You know, it's like this is new, and like you said, it's it's energized and it's new year and it's new players and it's new place and it's and it's killer. You know, so of course you're going to be inspired and excited. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and this, I I th- I do see this going for quite a while. It's doing well. Think well. about that, dude. Like we talk about collective energy. Not to interrupt you, but no, I just cool. the thought. Like you know what I mean? If every if everyone feels that, then think of that force of nature that's coming off the stage. Yeah, and think I think everybody power. does. You know, as far as I can tell, everybody does. Um, you know, everybody has been vocal about that they're happy with with the situation. So, um, yeah, yeah, that does really, really kind of make the the sum greater than the uh, the parts. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'd really like to do some filming of this band too, and I got to figure out a way to do that. The other night, I was, uh... dude, tape your iPhone onto a mic stand and put it off to the side. You would be amazed at how good it will come out. I know. I there's there's been ways that I have filmed bands before, and I was, um, I came uh, home from my gig. It was uh, today's Tuesday. I want to say Saturday. Saturday night, and I just, I didn't go to sleep, um, I, I don't usually go to sleep right away anyway, but I stayed up for, for quite a while just watching videos, I, you get into that, that, uh, the rabbit hole, um, when, when you start watching YouTube videos, but I, I ended up on stuff that I've done, uh, live performances that I've been a part of that are on video and, and went through and watched them, and like, remember really remembering those feelings of being there you know even though it was super long ago and i was i was getting very like uh uh nostalgic nostalgic is the word thank you about it and i didn't go to sleep until the sun was coming up and so i think on sunday it was saturday or something i don't remember um and uh i just really wishing that i had more video of of bands that I've been in because the the percentage is so small that I have of compared to how many times I've played the percentage of actual recorded clips is so small it's less than one percent way less ah uh, see and that that was the one great thing about like Mr. Personality and I the Storm we recorded every time we played practically so I have over like hundreds of recordings of gigs and rehearsals yeah I wish I had more of that stuff, like I, especially the people that have passed away that I played with, and I'm watching like man. But um, so I I'd like to make some sort of concerted effort to to video, but it's it it's about finding the right location. If if I'm because what I've done in the past before that has worked really well is got a, a digital video camera set up a tripod, 
just set it up for the whole uh, panoramic view of the stage and and some of you know what's in front of the stage and then from that raw video I can break it into clips I can edit I can zoom I can pan I can do like cool things and make it look cool and I've done that and that's worked and that's some of the the video the great video that I have but it's about <clears throat> like in crazy corner there's really no place to put a camera that will not be screwed with <laughs> you know by people that are there in the in the club drunk people like knocking it over or so do you know what you gotta do the first time and this is dude this is a long time ago the first time we played with odd storm the debut gig had to be like 1989 or 1990 you know hundreds of people came to this bar we played long story short they drank the bar dry there was no beer left they drank almost all the hard liquor like the guy probably had it was just like old man's bar in clifton but it had this gigantic back room and he rented us the room for a dollar and then we charged admission 10 bucks per head we had lights a laser light show with spinning mirrors on the ceiling like floyd laser floyd because the one guy in the band's brother was into lasers and had all this laser stuff and and mad lights you know big light trusses and chasers and spotlights and his friend was going to run it with them so it was like we had this gigantic stage set up the mega kit cage two people with me as drum techs running in a Kai S950 sampler with a sequencer and we were going like all out. We had televisions set up like big dude, like the big old tube televisions. We had like two 40 inch tube televisions that we put video up in like at the beginning of this one song with static and we recorded stuff. It was like, it was the debut gig. So we worked on it for probably like three months, like day and night to get this thing together with the production gigantic like 10,000 watt PA system like 418s 215s like dude like way way overkill like Madison Square Garden in some back room bar in Clifton right right but nonetheless we you know like 100 like over 100 people came we made like 15 1600 dollars for ourselves just charging 10 bucks at the door and then they drank the place like I said out of liquor but I can remember like playing that gig and that being like the debut gig, you know, and and having this gigantic production behind it. And we had a four camera shoot. We had four guys with v VHS, you know, the gigantic right, video right. cameras you put on your shoulder type style, you know, that somebody's uncle had and this dude borrowed from his friend. And nonetheless, you know, and all wired, too, because, you know, you're talking this long, you know, there was no wireless stuff there. So it was all connected, hardwired into stuff. But it went back to some interface that the guy had. So long story short, when we were all done, we had a four camera video shoot. Which is, you know, there was no HD back then, but it was still to document it. You know what I mean? And then all this footage with the audio and everything, and the guy mixed it down. So I have a like a, a, a video, you know, VHS tape of that show that was shot. You know, jam packed room, like full of people, tremendous mega sound, awesome production, four camera shoots. So like, if the guitarist was taking a solo, the guy was right on him, like MTV. You know what I mean? Like right on his hands, and then panning back, and it was it was like total. You know, and that's how we started. So that was the, that was the bar that we set when we were, you know, as an original band, saying we're this now we're gonna do this every show. Right. And it lasted like maybe five shows, and then it was just too much, you know. Yeah. Um, it was a lot, dude. It was like four hours to set up, four hours to break down, four hour gig. You know, it was all day event. 
See, that was back in that day too when we were younger and it was it was more common for people to make a show, you know, it was it was more in popular culture. That's the way bands yeah. were. They, it was big, it was bombastic, it was you it, know, big time. Bright yeah. lights, bright colors, you know, um big Marshall stacks. Um and it's just not like that anymore. But it's a shame that because I really consider each and every gig to be an event in itself, and and uh, I I really wish I had everything to go back to. Like, let me go back to August eighteenth of uh, yeah. you know twenty twelve and see where I was playing. Because I there's so much that is just gone that I, it's in the ether. But like I said, but with an iPhone, dude, I'm telling you, you like off to your. Stage I don't have an iPhone. First of all. Well, your cell phone. You put it off to the side. You okay. take it. You, you, you electrical tape it to a mic stand, so you can see through it, kind of where the cam. But the camera's clear, and then you shoot the side stage of the whole band. And even if you shot one song every night, you know what I'm saying? After right. ten yeah, yeah. years, you've got thousands of videos. Yeah, that's true. I did like I I dug deep into my archives of video that I have, and and was finding stuff that I didn't even remember I recorded, and I did exactly that what you're saying except i used a video camera i didn't use an iphone and it right. was stage left and where i was and it was exact it was at the crazy corner too where i am now and um and i i really did enjoy going back and watching it because you can see everybody in the band and you know you could hear the songs you hear what we were what we were playing you could hear how i can hear how i was playing it and this is a video i took here seven years ago probably so you know some considerable time has passed since then and uh the thing is crazy corner to to my left is nothing there's not no place for me to stand something up or maybe there is i wonder you know what there now is I'm, always a way now the creative juices are coming because what if i taped a tripod to the wall there you go. to my left and then put the camera there. Dude, yeah. I shot drum cam footage of the gig I just explained to you of my own exactly that way. I duct, I duct taped a tripod to the wall behind me with a video camera mounted to it and then plugged into an outlet on the floor with an extension cord. Yeah, I, I'm going to try that. I think that's what will work. Because I do have a good video camera that, uh, you know, you put in the, the SD card. Yeah, yeah. You bring three of them, and then you just do one uh, one, one set will fit on one. I, I did it at the Swamp for our last week, and I still haven't gone through any of that video. See, that's the thing, too. It's like you take all that video, and then... Yeah, and then you got to have time to watch it, though. But the best thing to do... But, yeah, but the best thing is that you have it. You have that raw footage. So in five years, I can go back and say, oh, yeah, I filmed that last week at the Swamp. Let me go look look through that. And that's when you really kind of see it from a different perspective, too. And you find the gems in there. So at least yeah. you have it. You know, like having it is the most important part. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to make – I'm going to do that this week for sure. Um, Dude, Jeff, on a lot of the tapes I was telling you that we made – we were so excited to watch them back that the next day I'd watch them back and I would like timestamp them, you know, and then make, put the description on like the, the outside of the, you know, the, the box. So, you know, at like 1722 is the beginning of this song. And at this time is the right. guitar solo. And at that time is this, you know? Yeah. So you buzz through it, you know? So yeah. I, a lot of the tapes that I have are actually marked that way because we did them at the time. 
Yeah. Didn't like 20 pile up and be like, oh, shit, we got like 100 hours of footage to watch, you know? Yeah, that's a good idea. And Chonk is telling me he can hook me up with a video setup. I know he does a big uh, kind of intricate thing for his band, so he uh, he says he's going to help me out with that, which is great. I really love having it, man, and I really want to get some footage of this band because this band is killer. It really is. I, I'm really – I love um, – Tracy's great, and the the male singer we have in this band is named Sonny. He's younger. He's 40. Um, Good-looking guy. He's got long hair. He's in good shape. And he, I, and I think I've talked about this before, he does the kind of Rob Monty thing. Rob Monty was a, a, yeah. a singer in New Jersey who played in a band called uh, Voices and then Dog Voices, and he was just known for his uh, party leadership skills, I'll say. Um, he, he, you know, like he knew how to, like he would get out there with the wireless mic, get people on there. He would stand on the bar. He would hang from the rafters. He would drink, and people. Yeah, just, he would drink a lot. He would drink, and people would just join in because he was having such a good time, and he was the one that was leading things. The band itself were great players, um, and he was a good singer, um, for sure. You know, but, but he was a great frontman. He was a great entertainer. Um, and, uh, so Sonny has elements of that. Sonny doesn't really drink a lot, but he, but he still, um, gets into the party vibe with people, you know, it still yeah, encourages yeah. them to, he stands on the railing all the time. He'll lean over, he'll pretend to do a stage dive. He'll lean back into like, hey, he's really a lot of fun. And, and I like, I like him as a person a lot. He's such a nice guy. Um, and, uh, and a great singer just so, uh, I'm. He's like the closest one to me in proximity on stage. He stands right next to me, so we have a lot of like little interactions, and and uh, and that I really enjoy. It makes it fun, you know. It it just, yeah. You can see. I think you can really see that the man is having fun. So I do want to definitely capture that on film. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna do yeah, that. Twenty twenty, dude. That's the, you got to do it tomorrow. Well, I'm not playing tomorrow. Thursday. Well, I mean, start gearing up, like, get ready. Yeah, there's not much to do to get ready. I have a camera, I have a tripod, and I have the, the SD cards. All I gotta do is uh, bring it. And and I have tape. <laughs> there you go. I have a lot of tape. I always have tape. Very Make sure you use good tape, because you don't want the camera to fall. I got the gaff tape, man. The good, strong gaff yeah, tape. Yeah, you might want to get Gorilla Tape or something like that. Gorilla Tape. Um, I will, uh, don't worry. I know what I'm doing. I'll make it happen. Well, there's some new T-Rex tape that's supposed to be like super glue. I will make it so, number one. And so it will be. Yes. Um, so saith the shepherd, so saith the flock. <laughs> no movie that's from? Nope. Porkies. Oh, wow. I couldn't. Oh, Chunk said magnetic mini tripods. I've never heard of such a thing. Magnetic mini tripods. What is the advantage of them being magnetic? Well, in case you could stick it onto something metal. It wouldn't work in, I, on the wall in your case, but it would work on something metal. I don't have it. Well, I do. No. 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 Nothing. Not like a metal pole near me. Although... Oh wait a second! Because there is a magnetic, there is a pole, metal pole, Stripper on the pole? dance floor and the floor, where I could get the front of stage view. From the if camera. you were slick enough to put up a high though, out of people's reach. Yes, exactly. 
Yes, and then front of stage view. Yeah, front of stage view. If I could get see, this is the trick though, is is if I'm setting it up high, which I would have to to keep it away from people, um I'd I'd have to be able to get up there and you know stop the camera take the oh, card out put the new camera but i'm thinking okay i could probably do that all i, all I need is a bar stool and i'll stand on it and then well and that's only if you want to record all three sets of the gig yeah well there's more than three usually but yeah you know what i mean depending how much how much time you got an sd card hour it depends on the size of the card but at least at least an hour so it, yeah, one you could also buy a mega car. You'd also need a way to plug it in because your battery wouldn't last, you know, four hours. Right. Chunk said, "Hang it from the light rigging," but that would make it. I don't. know. How do you stabilize it if you're hanging it from the light rigging? Yeah, because then it would just be swinging, wouldn't it? Um, telling you, dude, cell phone, tape it to something next see, to but you. But the the problem with cell, like, because Sonny did a bunch of. Facebook lives while we were playing over the last week and you know we had mega crowds dude we you know we were jam-packed a, a bunch of those nights and you know just deafening crowd noise you know like you're in a, an arena crazy um, so and he was doing Facebook lives and I went back and watched some of it and the, the sound is horrible it's just it's very overdriven what kind of phone does he have I don't know right well that makes a big difference yeah, I suppose it does. I, dude, all I can tell you is, I like my iPhone. I got an iPhone 10. If I record with that thing, like on a tripod, or I even have a holder for it, like I have a, a phone tripod, and I'll set it up and and like jam in the basement, and I play it back through like a stereo system or through headphones. Dude, it's got like t- mega bottom. It's crystal clear. It's got great compression, like built into it. Like it's very natural sounding. I'm amazed. Even like my old iPhone. I can remember going to concerts and taking footage and listening back to it, and my friend watching it with me was like, "Dude, this this is like, sounds like it's off the board. Like it's just it sounds killer." All right, I'm at I'm, I'm adding this to my list now. Get iPhone ten. I we do Wisdom Hour, and I have so many things to do afterwards. Now I gotta get it's, an iPhone. Hour, dude, it's Wisdom. I gotta action. tape. I gotta figure out how to put the camera to record. What else did I have to do? Good thing we record this because I don't remember everything else I have to do. <laughs> we ha- you, have, you have to solicit yourself to be wearing t-shirts. Oh yeah, the t-shirt thing, man. Website and exposure to hundreds of thousands of people. Oh man, I, I, as if I don't have enough to do already. I really do. I always have more a surplus of of things that I need to do or could do or should do. Uh, so you got to write them down in the order they need I to be done. No, I know. I've talked about it before. Writing the list. I always do better when I write lists. Yes. And I write that. the list, dude. Twenty twenty. I've slacked. I, I mean, I haven't really slacked. I'm no slacking in twenty twenty, dude. Right. Um, right. Do you think your eyeballs are slacking when you have perfect vision? I don't think so. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff. So check this out. I got to play this for you. I'm gonna play this, and you tell me who this is. The land of confusion. Can you hear it? Yep.
You know who that is? Of course. Who is it? Phil Collins. What band was he in? in oh, from that clip right there? Yes. Yes. Genesis. Right. You would think that was what that was. That wasn't what that was. It was a cover of that. It was a tribute band from yes, Germany. Yeah, it didn't sound like it. It sounded like Phil, but it, I just saw Phil. So it wasn't authentic Phil, but it was very, very good. Very, very good. That is a band called, uh, or, or it's a band from Germany. And I, I, I every week what I'm doing is I'm trying to, I skipped a few weeks in December, but uh, picking a video and uh, doing a video of the week on Cover Band Central. Right. And the way I'm doing like I, I, I ask for submissions, and if anybody out there listening, you want to do this, just send it to Steve at CoverBandCentral.com. Send me your video, and I'll check it out. I, I look at every one that's sent to me, and if it's really good, I will spotlight it, make it the video of the week on the website. But when nobody sends me anything, I have to just kind of scroll through YouTube and try to find something. And I'll I'll try to pick general keywords as my search um, as my search, just like cover band or cover bands or male fronted cover band or or you know something like that. But I think I just went with cover bands, and I was scrolling through like page after page, just trying to find something interesting. And and I clicked on and what I really try to focus in on too here is is clips that are really good but haven't had a lot of views. You know, I want to find something that's like, wow, this deserves way more views than this video has. Right. And that one, it just caught my eye. I clicked on it and I started watching it. And then when I heard that guy's voice, at first I thought it was Phil Collins. I'm like, because I didn't really read the description. I just clicked on it and and then I, I started hearing his voice. It, it sounded, it sounded like, like, un, just like him. But like, then there were certain nuances of the way he sings where you could tell it wasn't him. Right. But he had the, the characteristics of Phil Collins' voice. Oh, 100%. And I'm it's watching. Great, and the, great cover band. And the video, it, the, 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 the artist is just simply called Phil. That's what it says. And I was trying to find some more information about this because when I picked the video of the week, I want to promote them. I want to, you know, here's a link to their website. Here's a link to their YouTube page, whatever. And there was nothing. There was nothing in the description about it. I did a little search for it. Couldn't find anything else. But that clip, that stage, dude, it's huge. It, it's it's an outdoor arena. The band is like, it's like a 10-piece band with, with horns and girl chick dancers, background singers, and, and the whole shebang. And the, the, the audience is huge. It's It's you know, 30,000 people, 40,000, I don't know, a lot, wow. just jam-packed. And they're doing, uh, uh, he does this, like, wave thing thing in the, in the chorus there where he's, like, waving to the right, wave to the left, wave to the right, wave to the left, and everybody in the crowd is doing it. It's it's amazing. And it's, like, this. they're playing coverage. <laughs> they're playing, they're, it's a tribute band. A jam. It's a tribute band playing to 40,000 people. Yeah, unreal. Unreal, and just like how good that guy sounds, no wonder it works. But like, how does a lot of more people not know about that band in America? I guess because they don't play in America, they play in Germany, um, right? But just uh, it's just the amazing thing of YouTube finding things like that. Like I was like much like Muse in the beginning, you know? Yeah, right. Like you're like a Muse. Who's that? Also, no, I know Muse, but yeah. yeah, no, no, but I mean like you know when they. People were like, "Yeah, I kind of heard of them. I, you know, I think I know who they are." And like that. But then you go in like Europe. They're, you know, at that time they were gigantic, you know. And even now, you look and they're selling out, you know, all these stadiums in, in Europe and, and Barcelona, and it's crazy. 
Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, it's I loved that's that's the juice. That's what gives me the juice, Tony. Is when I find juice. things that ju- just makes me feel like ah, oh, yeah, this is what I'm doing. This. When I find stuff like that, that's so good. I'm like, wow, that is really that really deserves recognition. That you know, people need to see this. Like, the, the, and, and not only for the entertainment value, but just to understand the potential that is there. You, you know, you can. You can like you could jam pack a big stadium of or, or whatever of people that are are going to be completely into you as long as you're good and and you do the right thing. Like I, I'm you watching well, the I'm watching the band in that video and they're older guys. They're our age. They're in their fifties and their sixties and they're just they're kind of you know they're into it, but they're just doing they're playing their parts right and that's it. And then it's all about this singer nailing it, you know and right. And just the potential. I, I just wanted people to, to un- always understand that. Don't limit yourself. You, you know, you're. Uh, you know, uh, what is it? Ask for your limitations, and they're yours. Is that the quote? Something like Argue that. Argue for your limitations, and you get to keep them. Yeah. Um, you know, don't limit yourself to anything. Always uh, understand that you can accomplish whatever you want, man. Whatever it is for you, and whatever it is for you is going to be unique to anybody else because you're you. That's my Sesame Street lesson of the day. <laughs> That's the theme song for you. Yes, be you, just be you, man. And but uh, I, that seeing things like that always inspires me. You know, playing with good players like I am now always inspires me. When I'm around things that are that I consider to be it just just valuable. Then it, it just it inspires me, and it, it scares a lot of people. But um, it's really just a choice. No, no more than that. Um, you always have to kind of push your limits. You you have to get outside your comfort zone. I know we've talked about that a lot, but it's important to always to keep doing it. You know, you never stop doing it. Right. Or else, else you become complacent but but that's the joy of it because once once you you stretch out and you do something different and then you accomplish it and you do it well that that's the reward right there and then it becomes second nature to you um it's how it works you just build 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 on things build 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 and then you can always go back and enjoy stuff from the past if you have it recorded yeah yeah (laughs) Um. Yeah, I really that that really set me. Uh, I I talked to a good friend of mine from Jersey the other day on the phone for for quite a while that I haven't talked to in years, and really cool guy. Uh, you might have met him, uh, Rich Bull at. Uh, you might have met him at my party, my going away party that I threw for myself. Um, what was it? What which guy? Rich Bull. He was he was somebody I worked with at Home Depot. Um, oh yeah, dude! I know exactly. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, he was your, wasn't he your roommate? No, 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 he wasn't. My Who was roommate. the dude? Derek? No. <laughs> who was the guy who we hung out with down? It might have been Rich, but we hung out downstairs at your going away party in your little like I guess it was your bedroom or like your downstairs downstairs room in that house. Right. That's that was kind of my bedroom, my room in that your house, hang yeah. room. Right. Yeah, yeah. And it was dude, he had like black curly hair, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, that was him. Yeah. Yeah, Rich Paul. Okay, I yeah. know. Yeah, so I had a conversation with him, and he's just super smart guy. 
Um, great singer, although he, he doesn't sing in a band or anything. He just has a great singing voice. Um, and a super cool guy, a good friend. And we, we caught up for a while. And that just talking to him just really kind of inspired me about a lot of things. You know, when you catch up with somebody that you're you're close to but you haven't talked to in years, you know that feeling. Oh yeah. Um. So, so I went out into uh, into playing over the weekend, just feeling very, very, uh, very uplifted about it all, and that's uh, that's important, man. It's uh, when when you like when it becomes so routine, doing it night after night. But then what you come in sometimes and it feels brand new and it's all you, it's all on you, how you feel, how you perceive things. You're really creating your own reality. Everybody is. Um, and it's all, you, you get to choose, which is a pretty cool thing, man, in life. Every day. Yes. Every single day. And some days you'll falter, but that's okay. Keep going. Keep going. Be the little engine that could. <laughs> I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Yeah. Yes, I you have can. to remind you, know, you can do it. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I say that because I have to remind myself of that too all the time. And that's the, you know, the yin and yang of life you must have the Yeah, yin. I mean, you know, to wake up excited every day is is totally possible. You just have to be able to, you know, embrace the idea that it is possible. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was like, like I, I felt like yesterday I, I started working. I, I played six nights in a row. And then yesterday I, I got up and I was like, oh, I got stuff to do. And I went out to the store and I got my car washed and I, I just, I did a bunch of things, errand type things and then came home and started like, Oh, I got to clean this apartment. So I just started, put on music and I was just like puttering, cleaning this room and cleaning this room and doing this and this. And I, I was like, and, and hardcore. And I was like on CBC, I keep checking CBC and posting things on CBC and seeing what's going on there. And it, it, it was early in the evening and I was just like, I, I just hit a wall. I'm just like, boom, like I got to stop. I have to just stop everything right now. Yeah. And chill. Yeah. And just breathe for a little while, man. Cause I was like, it it was starting to affect me physically. I'm like feeling like just jittery and stuff. I'm like, no, wait, I got to stop, man. I got to. So I just did. I just like meditated for a while and then just kind of laid down and just breathed. <laughs> and like you, you have to. Yeah. And we all go through this as, as artists. I think, you know, we, we all have our moments where we get, um, feel just like oh, we're not doing enough or, or we're not good enough or whatever, but, um, to stop, stop for a second and enjoy the silence, because that's where the music really is—the space yeah. in between the okay. notes. Got to tune in, brother. That's it. Carbonandcentral.com. Sign up if you have not already, and post your events.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.